This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, the coldest case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. 21 dead in Texas school shootings. He started shooting children, teachers, whoever's in his way. A community in shock. I pay for everybody. I do. A call to action. I am sick and tired of it. We have to act. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan. And I'm Tony DeCopel in Uvalde, Texas, with the CBS World News Roundup. It's almost impossible to describe the grief, the numbness, the disbelief shared by every member of this community about 80 miles west of San Antonio. People here are trying to comprehend how someone could take the lives of at least 21 people, two adults, 19 children at an elementary school. Police say 18-year-old Salvador Ramos walked into Robb Elementary School and went classroom to classroom shooting second, third, and fourth graders until he was shot dead himself by a Border Patrol agent. CBS's Janet Shamlian is here with me with the tragic details. The shooter charged through the doors of Uvalde's Robb Elementary School, opening fire just after 11.30. Armed law enforcement says with an AR-15 assault rifle, high-capacity magazines, and a handgun. As soon as he made entry into the school, he started shooting children, teachers. He was shooting everybody. Before the attack, police say, the 18-year-old shot his grandmother, conflicting reports this morning on her condition. The gunman then crashed his car near the school before going in. One official saying he shot at whoever was in his way. He was shot and killed after injuring several officers. The people of Uvalde last night gathering in houses of worship. Sharing an unimaginable collective grief. Oh, you know why he did all this We also met Maria Flores, who has lived in Uvalde for decades. She says she's friends with the shooter's mom. I've been hearing that he was being bullied since he was a little boy. CBS's Chris Fox is at a local community center where people have been gathering and grieving. The Uvalde Civic Center went from being a polling place in the morning, a family reunification center in the afternoon, and by evening, it's where parents were told their children were among the dead. <laughs> Henry Becerra of City Church International is one of the grief counselors on site. They've screamed, they've cried, they've yelled. Why? P.J. Talavera and his wife lost a niece and grew up with one of the teachers. Right now, everybody is just in shock. 
you always think that it can't happen in your community, right? This was supposed to be a joyous time for students here. Tomorrow, the last day of school, at least by the calendar, families planning summer vacations, instead now planning funerals. Uvalde is a small city of just about 16,000 people an hour from the Mexican border. It's the kind of place where everyone knows everyone else. Until yesterday, many knew at best as the proud hometown of actor Matthew McConaughey. The Oscar winner has called for action to stop mass shootings. Well, this morning, Steve Uvalde has a tragic new distinction seared into our minds. Alongside such communities as Newtown, Connecticut, Parkland, Florida, and Littleton, Colorado. Well, last night at the White House, President Biden spoke emotionally about the mass shooting, and he called for new action, asking, when are we going to stand up to the gun lobby? Why are we willing to live with this carnage? Why do we keep letting this happen? Where in God's name is our backbone? His remarks, hours after Connecticut Democrat Chris Murphy on the Senate floor demanded lawmakers do what they didn't do after the Sandy Hook massacre in his state nearly a decade ago, pass a new gun bill. I'm here on this floor to beg, to literally get down on my hands and knees and beg my colleagues, find a path forward here. Well, there was pushback from Texas Republican Ted Cruz. You see Democrats and a lot of folks in the media whose immediate solution is to try to restrict uh, the constitutional rights of law-abiding citizens. That doesn't work. In Dallas, 350 miles from the school shooting, an NBA head coach just before a playoff loss did not want to talk basketball. When are we going to do something? Steve Kerr of the Golden State Warriors, who's been outspoken before, called on the Senate to pass a House-approved bill expanding background checks for gun buys. I'm tired. I'm, I'm so tired of getting up here and offering condolences to devastated families that are out there. I'm so tired of the, excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm tired of the moments of silence. Enough. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. A defeat for former President Trump in Georgia. His bid to topple incumbent Governor Brian Kemp in the Republican primary failed. Kemp coasted to an easy win. He'll now face Democrat Stacey Abrams. We got to knock doors like we've never knocked them before. We got to make more phone calls. We got to talk to more of our friends and our neighbors. Trump target Brad Raffensperger, the Georgia Secretary of State, won his primary. Trump backed ex football star Herschel Walker won the GOP Senate primary. Marjorie Taylor Greene won her House primary in Georgia. Kay Ivey in Alabama and Sarah Sanders in Arkansas won Republican nomination battles for governor. George P. Bush lost the GOP race for Texas Attorney General. An Iraqi man living in the U.S. has been accused of aiding and abetting a plot to kill former President George W. Bush. 
Here's CBS's Scott McFarland. He's 52 years old. His name is Shihab Shihab from the Columbus, Ohio area. According to the Justice Department, he was trying to smuggle Iraqi foreign nationals into the U.S., quote, for the purpose of killing former President George W. Bush in retaliation for Iraqi deaths during Operation Iraqi Freedom. They say he traveled to Dallas in February to surveil locations associated with the president, and they say he met in a hotel room in Ohio to sample firearms. President Biden signs an executive order today on policing on the second anniversary of George Floyd's death. CBS's Nicole Killian. According to two sources, the executive order is expected to include sections to establish an accountability database of officers fired for misconduct, a ban on chokeholds, and a restriction on no-knock warrants at the federal level. Senator Cory Booker, who led police reform negotiations on Capitol Hill last year, told CBS News he thinks it's strong. The president's team, using the powers that he has, have done an excellent job of advancing the call that I think all Americans feel to do everything you can to the policing profession. Nicole Killian, CBS News, Capitol Hill. And an Air Force cargo plane packed with baby formula from Europe is due in the U.S. today. That supply designed to ease the current shortage is equivalent to about one million eight-ounce bottles. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Just hours after President Biden left Asia, North Korea delivered a military poke. Reporter Alex Jensen in Seoul has more on a new missile test. Another North Korean violation of UN Security Council resolutions, this time by testing three ballistic missiles, according to South Korea's military, and the North's first missile provocation since President Biden reassured South Korea the U.S. remains committed to supporting its ally with the full range of its defense capabilities. One of the missiles is a suspected intercontinental ballistic missile. If so, it's the second launch of that kind in two months. In California, parks and sports fields are safe for now, but there will be no watering for many public green spaces in cities, office parks, or college campuses. New rules from state water officials have been adopted in the midst of the current drought. That's the World News Roundup for Tony DeCopel in Texas. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app. It was the biggest scandal in pop music. The stars of Milli Vanilli, the Grammy-winning multi-platinum R&B phenomenon, were exposed as frauds, but none of this was their idea. So whose idea was it? Enter German music producer Frank Varian. He saw the success of acts like Michael Jackson and Prince, and he wanted in, no matter the cost. So he devised the perfect pop heist, 
two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? They couldn't sing. But Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's greatest controversies and takes a never-before-heard look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when the truth came out, Rob and Fab were the only ones who got burned. Looking back now, it's hard not to wonder, why did everyone blame them and not the man pulling the strings? Follow Blame It on the Fame, Millie Vanilli, on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings early and ad-free on Wondery Plus.